Hello, this is Shani Tarragon on behalf of Mizrahi's Daily Dose on the Daf. On today's Daf, Moikatan Daf Zayin, the Mishnah writes on 7a, record a machloket that's very relevant for all of today's quarantine issues. The machloket is between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi with regard to whether a Kohen is permitted to examine the nega of a Mitzoran Cholomoid. Rabbi Meir maintains that he's permitted to examine it, but he may not rule that it's tame if he sees signs of Tumah because such a ruling would distress the Mitzora and diminish his happiness during the festival. Rather, the Kohen should remain silence, and only after the festival may he declare it tummy. Rabbi Yossi maintains that the Kohen may not examine a Mitzorah at all on Cholomoid, because if he sees the nega as tummy, he is required to declare it as such, and he thereby will cause distress to the Mitzorah on the festival. The Breitah quotes Rabbi, who, according to the first version, says that the halacha follows the view of Rabbi Meir in the case of a Mitzorah Muskar, one who's been in quarantine, and the view of Rabbi Yossi in the case of a Mitzorah Muchlat, one who's been defined as a definite Mitzorah whose signs have spread and thereby has to remain outside of the city until we see that the signs of Tzarat begin to diminish. According to the second version, Rabbi says that the halacha follows the view of Rabbi Meir in the case of a Mitzorah Muchlat and the view of Rabbi Yossi in the case of a Mitzorah Muskar. It's clear that Rabbi essentially agrees with Rabbi Yossi that when a coin examines a Mitzorah, he must declare him either Tahor or Tameh. He's not allowed to remain quiet and delay his declaration until after the Yom Tov, even though Rabbi Mayor does permit him to do so. Revi disagrees with Rabbi Yose only in as much as he permits the Kohen to examine a Mitzorah and a Cholomoid in certain cases where declaring him Tameh will not cause him distress and will not detract from his happiness during the festival. The Gemara explains these cases according to each of the versions of Rebbe's ruling. In its discussion of a Mitzorah Muskar, the Gemara says that the version which says that the Kohen may not examine a Mitzorah Muskar maintains Tzavta Alma Adif, that a person prefers to be able to be with his friends. Therefore, the Kohen may not examine him because he may need to declare him Tame, in which case the Mitzor will be distressed as a result of the loss of companionship of his friends. The version which says that the Kohen may examine a Mitzorah Muskar, the one who's been in quarantine, maintains Safta Adif. Even though he may have to leave his friends, a person prefers to be able to be with his wife, even over his friends, and therefore the Kohen may examine him, even as a Mitzorah Muskar, because he may find him to be Tahor, in which case the Mitzorah will gain from the companionship of his wife. In what way, though, could examining a Mitzorah Muskar cause him to lose the companionship of his friends, and in what way could it cause him to gain the companionship of his wife? Rashi explains that a Mitzorah becomes Muchlat, loses the companionship of his friends because he must leave the city. Until now, as Muskar, he wasn't required to leave the city because, according to Rashi, he was able to quarantine inside. At the same time, a Mitzorah becomes Muchlat, who has to leave the city, gains the companionship of his wife because while he was muskar, he was in quarantine, he was prohibited to be with his wife. When he becomes a mukhlat, he's permitted to be with her because even though he must leave the city, he considers his change in status to be beneficial because since being with his wife is still more important to him than being with his friends. Rashi's explanation is a little difficult to understand. What's Rashi's source for his assumption that a mitzora muskar, the one in quarantine, is not sent away from the city. Didn't we learn this in Gemara Megillah? And in what way is when he's a Mitzorah Muskar that he's prohibited to be with his wife? The Tosfot Harash and the Ritva suggest a novel approach to explain Rashi's words. They suggest that Rashi understands that the word Muskar, which literally means closed in, confined, or quarantined, implies that a Mitzorah Muskar must be quarantined inside of his house, something that we're very familiar with today. 
this is what the Gemara Megillah means when it says that a Mitzorah Muskar is sent away. He's not yet banished from the city, but rather he must remain in his house where he can't mingle with his friends. However, from inside his house, he's still able to hear the sounds of his friends and he's comforted by their proximity. In contrast, a Mitzorah Muchlat is banned from the entire city and he can't even hear his friends or associate with them in any way. This is what Rashi means when he writes that a Mitzorah in a state of Hezger may still associate with his friends. This also explains Rashi's source for his statement that a Mitzorah Muskar is permitted is prohibited to be with his wife when he's Muskar. Because he's quarantined, he's isolated in a private house, he's not allowed to be with his wife. But he's not actually prohibited to be with his wife, but the requirement of his isolation precludes the presence of anyone else in, uh, in his room. In contrast, a Mitzorah Muchlat is no longer in quarantine and thereby may reunite with his wife. I think such an important message that we learned from today's staff that especially when uh, our friends are in quarantine, to be able to reach out to them, even if they're enclosed in uh, their own rooms, to know that there's simcha and comfort, just knowing that people are around, to be able to hear this mirot of Shabbos, to reach out to, uh, to our friends and at least provide them some sense of uh, comfort and happiness, even when they're in a state of hezger. Have a wonderful day.